Hi, I'm uh, Ariel Hooper, and um, I'm over here in uh, Ramona, California. And a uh, little bit about myself. Um, basically, about in 2020, I was uh, dealing with some major medical health stuff. I have very complex health, several diseases in one body, and and basically got to a place where I was placed in hospice and facing the process of leaving life as we know it. Um, gave everything away, sold everything, paid for my funeral. And uh, I remember the day that I actually, um, that I died. I, I remember waking up and I knew when they were giving me my medicine that day, I was like, as soon as it went on, I was like, I'm dead today. I just had this feeling that this was it. This was my day. And I wasn't like I was being taken on an um, outing too that day and I wasn't going to go. And then everyone's like, well, even if you feel like you're going to go, like, do you really want to go in a bed or do you want to go and see things? And I was like, I'll go see things. <laughs> but it was in that moment that my um, my heart basically went into failing and stopped. And next thing I knew, I was I, well, before I even like was left, I was I was with my people that were with me and. I remember one of them just telling me three times, like, just breathe in, Holy Spirit, you're okay. And next thing I knew, I was, like, above my body, and I could see everything and hear everybody. And then I was in this void of just, I don't really call it darkness, because it's not, like, the darkness that we would understand that creates fear. It's, like, a void of, I guess I would call it, like, the beginning in a sense you know like and then all of a sudden the void like the void lifted and I was in this room and in this room was all this writing on the wall some of it was hieroglyphics and there was all these images flowing in and out and there was these images at first of my entire life but then it was like at a different perspective seeing what was really going on and then it was just like all these different things flowing where I basically in that time, I, I hurtled into the fetal position and I felt like I was like captured by all my shadows in my face. And all of a sudden I hear, I hear Ariel, you know, I am not what you think I am and you are not what you think you are. Would you lift your face and look at me? And I just, I just kept freaking out. And then I'll it just three times. I heard that over three times, that same line. And all of a sudden there was just like this intensity within me and I bursted free from this images that were in front of me and I realized what it was. And in front of me was this mirror and in the mirror, I'm staring at myself and in this face all of a sudden forms out this line and it comes like all of a sudden into stars and energy and bursts all this stuff. And all of a sudden God's turning in, to the same thing coming within me and I'm within it all of a sudden I realized holy crap we've never been separated we're so blind and next thing I know I was taken through several several dimensions I was gone for a long time I even hovered and watched things unfold here in this environment and and then I was going through like different like different lifespans of different like realms like so kind of like here but different you know, like a whole other environment, 
whole other, some of them a whole other species. And, and in each one, I was living in an experience in those things through each one. And this was just like, it was like, it felt like a, an eternity. It was a lot. And then all of a sudden I hit this place where it's the tree and it's this life force. And all of a sudden I realize, wait a second. I realize I'm within a capsule and I look around and I start looking clear and I see doorways, right? There's a small doorway and then there's this big doorway. I'm the fool who chose a small doorway, which is all been said and expanded to show me different things, elements, creations, numbers, all these different things. And then I'm in this space and I see what this is and I decide to back with these doors and I realize the big door is the door to open what I'm in. So I open it. I climb out and I'm in a pot. And I'm on a ship and I begin to walk. And all of a sudden I hear the same echoing voice that I was already experiencing within all these images and all these expressions of life. And I'm walking into this place and, and I end up where they're at. And um, in the midst of all of this, I don't have to return. I don't have to do anything. I'm I'm free at this place, at this point. And because of some of the things, like I said, I witnessed life unfold here. There were some things that took place where I was concerned about my two sons. And so there was that. And then I felt that I had the ability, if I was allowed to return with the memories, that I could help create things to help change what was going on so i begged i literally lost it i had a thunderstorm within the realms <laughs> and everything in the realms began to laugh because they already knew i was going to do that and they just shook my their head and went look at you you can't you can't even act human in human form you, you, but up here you act like a dang human you should try taking this down there you know <laughs> speak your mind and like stop, you know, they were telling me things. Right. And I was like, wow, you're right. And uh, I was like, let me go back. Like, and then I was in the realization they're letting me know you're going to have to go back into what you were already suffering. with. Like you've already, it's already your time. So it's not like we're reverting anything. And I chose, I, cho I, I said, no, nah, I want this. I get that I'll suffer. But after knowing all this, and if I hold what I have, I will continue to remember the truth and I'll look through the, the depths of chaos and the fallen mindset and I'll see past it. It hasn't been that easy though. And uh, next thing I know, I was above my body and I jumped in, but when I first jumped in, I couldn't move nothing. It was a little stiff and it hurt like a son of a gun. So I thought I was going to be stuck in just a corpse, like a spirit just moving around in a corpse. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I can hear the echoes of the universe saying, breathe, right? And I took a breath and the people there said I spat out some white powdered stuff. It was weird, they said. And then all of a sudden I'm like, <gasps> and everyone goes, holy shit, she's alive. <laughs> so, and everyone seemed I was going to like go after that, but I didn't. I got stronger and then they call it graduating from hospice. I call it, I got kicked out because I was living. Well, coming back, I mean, honestly, once you've seen and you comprehend this kind of thinking and this kind of way of life and 
it's not like there's many in the face of this planet that comprehend that. And if they do, they're somewhere up in the high mountains of Tibet meditating somewhere, right? They, they're, they're hidden because that's even what I do. I stay hidden too. I first tried to like be in normal society, but as someone that returned with being such sensitivities and picking up everything, it was too much for me. So I moved into like literally went and lived in a desert for seven months off grid and just stayed in a meditative place and lived away from society to just basically have this integrated into this body. Because I mean, that's massive comparison to what this form is. And I was like, I'm not like 450 feet tall to just have it there in one body. I got to integrate this, but also walk out the process. Cause of course we walk into this realm of fallen mindset, chaos, and I have a body that's full of cell memories. Even if I walk through my shadows, my body remembers those things. So it was separated when it went through that process, right? I wasn't in that cell. So I had to also go through that integration going, okay, you know, you've walked through this. Here's the truth and speak those things to my body. And I felt separating from all, which I honestly, I walked out of a lot of relationships. I closed myself off from so much. And I just wanted to stay and listen, a place of peace. Um, I was reading ancient texts while I was out there. And then after two and a half years between living in the desert and traveling across the country to help people, I finally got to a place where I'm like, okay, it's time to share, time to express. And then all of a sudden, that's when I finally, I've been asked to do interviews for a long time, but I finally said yes to some and decided to do them because I felt we were in a pinnacle point in our in a world that people need to hear the truth need to realize that we're the ones that caused this. We're the ones to look in the mirror. We're the ones that we have no fingers to point. And I've come from some of the most intense traumas in my life. And I still don't have a finger to point at anyone who did this to me other than the way I decided to believe about myself from these perspectives. And I just felt it was time, you know, I made it work for myself so that I could come into society, be strong enough, not hear their mutterings and not take it on. That's that's their shit, not mine. I think one of the biggest things I would say I've gained out of all of this is is this lesson is that in life, we we all have these perspectives and stuff that has happened to us and they've placed us in these mindsets that keep our brains spinning, keep us looking for looking out to go find something we box everything into an order of what we want we're busy to point fingers but if we would stop for a moment and realize that you know if you are in assimilation if you're in a video game and you continue to play in a first person player rather than observe and pay attention to what's going on so that you can go in and actually boom hit the mark on the key you know you're going to continue to cycle into anxiety depression all these things that keep you basically away from looking into the mirrored image. If everyone can realize there is no separation, God is just as real as you are because God is breath of all life, which means inhale, exhale. If you don't inhale and exhale, then you don't got God. If you're inhaling and exhaling, you got God, which means you are in that place, which means you have all those things, but you don't believe it. And so to really walk into freedom in our life today we all have to look at what happened, but not look at the story of how it happened, but look at what we believe. Do we believe we're nothing because of what was done to us? And if that's the truth, then the opposite of that is the real truth. 
you're something, which means you are the one who not only is the prison guard, but you're the prisoner, which means you have the keys to let yourself loose. Poverty is a mindset. Uh, segregation, racism is a mindset. It's all part of fought fear. And we were breathed out of the solid state of love. Therefore, we get to choose which direction we want to be in. Fear or love, you can't be in both. And we know the ecstasy of the feeling of when we are in love. And we can honestly all agree that we ha don't stay in that. Because if we did, not one would be on the street. Not one would be hungry. Not one war would even be happening. Because we'd recognize that that person we're staring at is actually us. They're a fragmented part of us that's been so misguided to think that we're separated. And the forms we see in front of us are what we created out of our fears. That's plainly the biggest thing I want to tell people. We're the answer to all the things we want to change. And we're the only ones who can stand up and say, you know what, you're right. We're doing this to ourselves. Mm -hmm.